You're listening to the MoneyWeb SAFM Market Update Podcast with host Fifi Peters. Uh, so the song Ain't No Stopping Us Now, you know, Ain't No Stopping Us Now by uh, McFadden and Whitehead. So I just had to Google that. Um, no, this is way before my time. But it comes to mind when I look at the performance of the uh, stock market, the JSC uh, this year, which uh, continues to hit successive records, new records, and uh, which uh, fund managers in South Africa think uh, are far from over. In fact, projecting a, a much higher finish for the market for this year. And notwithstanding the economy's fortunes. Let's get into that uh, with uh, the uh, strategist at Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, uh, John uh, Morris. John, thanks so much for your time. So yesterday we had your uh, colleague uh, Tatonga Rusiki on the uh, market update telling us that uh, the uh, bank or Bank of America is not so positive on the outlook for uh, South Africa's economy. Today, you're joining us to tell us that uh, Bank of America and the uh, fund managers that you have surveyed are very positive about the outlook for the stock market. So the market's fortunes continuing to be disconnected from that of the economy, which is great for investments. But what then are the market's fortunes tied to? And uh, why are these expected to be better in the uh, year ahead? Thanks very much for the question. So, ultimately, last year was a very bad year for for stock markets around the world for various reasons. Uh, For this year, some of those... um, bad macro drivers have turned around. So, for example, investors are more optimistic on the Fed. They expect the Fed to hike rates, rates at a slower rate. They see inflation coming down, energy prices coming down. And then the China reopening story, which is you know, very positive for emerging markets. It could lead to a weaker dollar, or we've already seen a weaker dollar. It ties in with the weaker dollar. And uh, growth differentials between uh, China and the U.S. We've got China growth this year at 5.5%. The U.S. is at 0.7% growth. And so with China recovering, you've got, a commodity, you've got commodities recovering, strong commodities for the year. And that's good for South Africa. Commodities is a key driver for assets in South Africa. There's a strong link. We always say that commodities are the glue for, de- for South African assets. And uh, that feeds through to your resources and even domestic shares because what happens is that you have a firmer rand with stronger commodities. And with a firmer rand, you have lower, eventually, well, you'll have lower 10-year bond yields, lower interest rates, and so that's good for your valuations on the stock market. Well, I think, you know, domestically where Tatonga says, you know, we're looking for 1% GDP growth this year, which is not good. Uh, it affects your earnings for the domestic companies. But we think that, you know, banks could still do double-digit earnings growth for the next two years, and the valuations are still cheap. And resources could re-rate on China reopening over the next 12 months. But what about the outlook for the global economy? Uh, we have uh, quite a number of headlines coming out globally around the uh, fact that uh, we could see a contraction. 
uh, in some parts of the world in terms of uh, the fact that we could even see a recession in some parts of the world. And I know a lot of South African uh, companies um, who have helped push the stock market higher, despite the uh, fact that the local economy is is going nowhere fast, are exposed to that global story. And so, and so, with 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 the uh, projection or the optimism around some of these companies, is that is that the outlook of fund managers here in South Africa saying that they don't see doomsday for the global economy this year? You know, if we ask a question on South Africa, you know, do you do you think we'll see a recession this year? And the and the response is um, that it's fairly unlikely. Uh, on global, you know, we expect the U.S. to go into a recession, uh, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. If you just take from you know, where GDP is is now to where it will be, uh, you know. GDP could decline 1%. So that could lead to a risk-off environment. Uh, let's say Q2 of this year. And uh, to be most probably triggered by earnings disappointments from the U.S. stock market, the market's not pricing in recession, and you could get volatility, which would impact uh, the South African market because the dollar in the be confirmed, commodities come off. So it goes against everything that I've been saying about China reopening. Sure. But then on the pullback uh, of our stock market, we say buy big pullbacks because ultimately the path is up for our market because of the China reopening and the stronger commodity prices. But yes, it's not going to be um, a one-way story. The market's performed very well, as you say. Uh, in the survey, you know, managers were forecasting 84,000. By the end of this year, we're already at 80. When the survey was written, the market was at uh, 78,000. Sure. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, it's already moved quite a lot. And if I look at some of our short-term indicators, you know, you would think that the, the all shares actually overbought in the near term. And you'd have to be, you know, there might still be some momentum, of course, into, say, February. But when earnings started disappointing in the, in the U.S. towards mid-year um, or in the second quarter, and the recession um, starts to bite and the market reacts to that, you'll have a pullback. And then, you know, there might be a better opportunity. But... Um, Yes, we, we, I mean, we forecast that we could even get to 91,000 by the first quarter of 2024, based on uh, China GDP at 5.5% five, five going to 6% next year, and, and higher commodity prices like copper and gold, etc. Sure, that would uh, be quite the run then uh, for the uh, stock market, 91,000, if your forecast is, is correct. But uh, in terms of your message about uh, buying uh, on the pullbacks, I suppose it's important uh, what to buy because, um, as my mother always says, it's about quality, not uh, quantity. So what, where is the uh, quality in terms of what the fund managers are saying? You mentioned the fact that banking stocks were favorable. What else do they like? What else don't they like? Yeah, so if you think of China reopening, you know, you would think of of resources, banks, you know, Richmond and Aspreth. The managers are, they like banks and they like life insurance. Life insurance shot up the ranks 
this is you know what your preferred sector on 12 months so this is a 12 month view so it's financials you don't see uh, resources maybe because of the concerns of a US recession you may be waiting for that um, to play itself out and rather going through um, banks which you could argue are defensive in a South African context and you could argue that they're also quality because the earnings um, are fairly steady and fairly reliable over the next 12 to 18 months because of the endowment effect of rising interest rates. Uh, so, so fund managers like to play the domestic sectors. So it's banks is number one, then uh, life insurance second and healthcare third. So it's a fairly sort of defensive you know, sector positioning, but managers see those sectors as being cheap because we asked what, what would outperform this year, and they said the all share and bonds. Mm-hmm. They also mm-hmm. like bonds. They didn't say offshore equities. So okay. they're still like domestic assets. Okay, but uh, as your survey does also know, they like domestic uh, assets, but they are uh, cautious on them in their holding, just given the uh, economy story amplified by the uh, logistical and the power challenges. So, so if they yeah. are reducing, if they're reducing their uh, exposure to uh, domestic equities, where's that money going? Well, they want to reduce um, some cash levels and put that overseas. Uh, and um, overseas, overseas where? I mean, U.S., China, U.K., no, Europe? No, we don't ask that question. It's just because they have the the ability to to take forty five percent abroad. We just ask, you know, would you prefer to go overseas or? invest locally so we don't differentiate between the different regions because then it gets pretty problematic with asset classes in different regions but we know that managers want to diversify but i think they want to unlock domestic returns they have seen offshore assets have been expensive and i think if we can unlock some of these returns over the next 12 months and the rand goes firmer it would be a nice opportunity for them for managers to diversify more and they do say over and you know, over the next few years, they want to take another eight or nine percent of assets under management abroad. And just one last point on your Eskom question, because when we say domestics, we have to be careful. We like mm. the banks, mm. but you know, consumers under pressure. So I think you know, your your really dedicated smaller domestic companies with load shedding, um, that's really going to affect the E, the earnings of companies. Mm-hmm. And so that can be very damaging. Um, so that comes back to your economic uh, performance for South Africa. But the South African market is not, it's a global stock market. We highly correlate to the S&P 500. All right. I got it. Uh, John, thanks so much for your time. Uh, John Morris, a strategist at Bank of America, Merrill Lynch, uh, telling us where um, fund managers are seeing the uh, markets, even Bank of America is seeing quite a uh, optimistic outlook for the stock market. But uh, load shedding is impacting uh, companies listed on the uh, JSC, particularly those that are that make most of their money in this country. You've been listening to another MoneyWeb SAFM market update podcast. 
uploaded weekdays at 7 p.m. For more MoneyWeb podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za or the app and follow MoneyWeb News for daily updates.